0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Brawn Body Podcast. Joining me again is Atanas from Tremona Yogurts. As we mentioned in the Monday episode, he is the founder and chief yogurt officer of Tremona Yogurt, and they make Bulgarian-style yogurt from grass-fed cow's milk, and their farms are now located in central Pennsylvania. They're using Amish-style uh, farms, Amish cows, pure A2 milk here uh, going into the yogurt. They're really an amazing company, doing some amazing things, really shaking up the world of yogurt, which is a food that, as we talked about earlier, very uh, commonly consumed in in Bulgaria, where Atanas is from. For more on Atanas and Tremona yogurt, you can find them at tremonafoods.com. And again, this is my personal favorite yogurt company. This is the stuff that I like to consume and I like to buy any chance I get because they're really miles and miles ahead of everyone else. So with that, Atanas, welcome back. Thank you, Dan. So you again. we're talking all about nutritional side of yogurt, superfoods, the microbiome, all these really key important topics that it seems like people just don't have a great grasp on. So when we talk about yogurt, I know a lot of people think to conventional yogurt they think of greek yogurt they think of icelandic or turkish or you know the list of pretty names so to speak with yogurt goes on and on and on so i think we've already touched on what bulgarian yogurt is and why it's different in the monday episode but just to reiterate it why should people be going for bulgarian yogurt instead of these other prettier sounding varieties so to speak
1: Uh, As I may have mentioned uh, uh, Bulgarian yogurt is actually considered the mother of all yogurts Mm -hmm. and I know people are just looking at me when I say that uh, really yes because the yogurt cultures that makes all yogurts around the globe is actually native to Bulgaria it's found naturally in, in Bulgarian nature. I'd say that the, the, um, uh, the bark of
0: the trees uh, mm-hmm. in the air, in the soil, um, and hills, too. Yep. And, and it's, it's amazing how people, you know, when they think of microbiology, um, I don't know if I told you this before, but I actually did microbiology research in the past. And when we think of microbiology, we don't think of where these things come from. Like we don't think of where the bacteria come from. We think of, oh yeah, it's a thing, it exists, it's good for me. We don't actually consider that someone out there discovered this by digging in the dirt, by taking samples off the trees, by going into places that, you know, we're not always going to talk about because of how disgusting they can be to get samples to determine where these things are. It's yeah the,
1: the history is very interesting well we're not going to get into details because we don't have that much time right um but you know people can always go on the internet and just research for themselves they'll find how you know the the ancient bulgarians riding on horses and carrying lambskin skin with milk eventually the body temperature would help that milk to turn to a yogurt you know start setting because then the bacteria wasn't there already just because of the air or the environment or the other thing is let me just tell you this is very funny fact <laughs> i was vacationing in bulgaria a couple of years ago and so i wanted to experiment so we have this um, house in the mountain so i'm going for a hike and i see this anthill and i'm like i'm going to try to do something here what i've read you know that they say you can you if if you get a stick and hold it in that uh, uh anthill and let the uh, the ants crawl on it for a few mm-hmm. minutes, shake them off, put them in, in warm milk. You can make yogurt. With it. Really? Because the lactobacillus bulgaricus bacteria is there already. And that's all you have to do. You just transfer it from there to your, guess what? Seven, maybe eight hours later, I had yogurt. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's just, crazy. I, was warming. I was like, this is true. I mean, there's other bacteria that are naturally there like Streptococcus thermophilus. You need that to make this too, because they work in symbiosis. The, the, the lactobacillus bulgaricus and, and uh, Streptococcus thermophilus, but it happened. And mm-hmm. I have a picture of that inhale and everything. I'm <laughs> telling people there's like,
0: this is insane. I'm like, it's true. You, you can't get much more fresh and you can't get anything closer to what nature intended yogurt to be like than that. Uh, that's crazy yeah it is um, geez the way we're talking about this now this makes me think uh, the next uh, Bear Grills man versus wild kind of show <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna make yogurt on uh, tv <laughs> um, so with this too um, again we with the dairy you're using the grass-fed cows and when it comes to grass-fed cows we're looking at a lot of benefits over the conventional dairy, the grain-fed dairy. So with that, we're thinking about higher omega-3 fatty acid content. We're thinking about higher micronutri- micronutrient content, better bioavailability of the protein that's available. Are there any other key benefits to this approach as far as the yogurt goes and fermentation and all that sort of thing?
1: Yes, yeah. Um, grass-fed milk actually contains a lot more a lot more uh, conjugated linoleic acid, CLA. Mm. Which is, we all know there's a few studies that show that it might be a potential cancer fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know it's even sold in, in pharmacies. Uh, so the other thing is, um, when it's grass fed, you get a lot more, better uh, keratin because, you know, it's like that's why you can see the milk is a little yellowish, you know. And that's because of that, just like with the, with the eggs, when mm-hmm. you buy eggs, if you see that if the if the yolk is dark yellow or orange, you know, there's a pasture eggs, a pasture chicken, you get the eggs from. So same with yogurt. Um, so, I mean, and that's the, that's the natural habitat of the cow, the mm-hmm. pasture, yep. you know, you don't need to, you know, confine it, you know, just, and just feed it with, uh, Grain and corn. I mean, you could do that, just the little portions here and there, but of course, you got to be careful. They have to be non-GMO, organic and all that. But most of the times, like in our case, cows are grazing like for eight to nine months mm-hmm. and you get a great quality milk to make. And, and, and um, so th- the other thing is that uh, certain breed cows that are good for, for pastures, like, you know, Jersey that we use. You have a higher fat content. That's Mm -hmm. another thing. So, a
0: lot more benefits in grass-fed milk than the so-called conventional. Right. And for those on special kinds of diets, whether it's like a keto or a paleo, this kind of yogurt is a lot more friendly than most conventional yogurts that you're going to find. Um, A lot of the yogurts are fat-free. At least that seems to be a trend I'm seeing. And to me, that never, that always seemed kind of counterintuitive. It's like we're getting yogurt from whole milk, at least hopefully. So why are we taking the fat out of it here, one? And two, a lot of yogurts are adding fiber to their label. They're adding chicory root fiber amongst other forms and driving the fiber content of the yogurt really high. And I just kind of look at it, kind of puzzled, like, why are we adding fiber to yogurt? This this isn't what yogurt was meant to be. I don't think. Yeah, that that that's that's a little you know weird to me.
1: Mm-hmm. But um, you just mentioned people on different diets. Uh, we just had a very good video segment that I was completely honest and just as Dr. Eric Burke, that was the one that did it. Um, he's a great uh, keto advocate and uh, he did this video segment with our yogurt says, this is what I like. And, you know, I don't get a dime from this company. And this is a hundred percent truth. I was watching with it and I was like, wow, this is what he's doing for us. You know, it just, um, and he was talking about this, you know, probably better described than me, uh, of all the benefits of grass fed yogurt and organic and all these things that you don't have to add anything to it or remove
0: something just like the whey protein we've talked earlier so that was great that is amazing um and i love to see that the yogurt that you and your company are producing is kind of gaining traction amongst people within the medical community because as many people are well aware we are currently living in the pandemic covid all that sort of thing And a lot of people are consuming yogurt because they want to improve gut health and digestion. And as we now know, your gut health, your microbiome health plays a huge role in your immunity and your overall immune system health. Uh, There's some studies that showed 70 to 75% of your overall immunity comes from the gut. Hippocrates himself said all disease starts in the gut. So when we think about the microbiome, which is this uh, kind of collection of the bacteria, good and bad that live in your gut. Uh, This is very important and essential. And I don't think most people realize just how important it is one, and two how so many things that they're putting in their body are wrecking havoc and destroying this. And I mean, we've talked already about the amount of probiotics that your yogurt has and just how beneficial it can be. Yeah,
1: microbiome, uh, we need to take care of it. We just need to balance it. And as you said, in the gastrointestinal tract, mostly in the intestines. And uh, I mean, eating foods like yogurt, uh, what else do you need? It just, But it needs to be consumed um, continuously. It's not like, oh, last week I ate yogurt. Am I good now? No. You just keep, you have to keep adding it to your, uh, to your gut and especially the lactobacilli species because they could survive no longer than 24 hours. So you have to keep putting it in and let me not sell, uh, sound like a salesman now, I'll keep buying my yogurt. This is the truth. You can do the research for yourself uh, and uh, see that this is, this is, actually I'm working with a scientist from Holland now mm-hmm but I have to read like 48 scientific studies before we we write something about it together. She's very excited about it. And I am too, but overwhelmed <laughs> reading <laughs> and proving the role of lactobacilli. Uh, and I say lactobacilli because there's so many lactobacillus, rhamnosus, acidophilus, bulgaricus. So each one has a different role to to improve and to, you know, the microbiome, super important nowadays in pandemic days. I cannot stress this out enough. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely, you mentioned the immune system. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, actually the probiotics, if you want me to touch on this now. Go for it. (laughs) uh, The probiotics actually uh, perform um, three vital functions. Uh, in order to protect us, uh, protect human body. And they are actually, um, they take part of the um, defensive mechanism, um, which actually stops the toxic invaders Mm -hmm. and um, such as viruses, you know, bacteria uh, from entering inside, you know, enriching the intestines. And also it acts like a firewall against the pathogenic and malfunctioning cells and mm-hmm. this is important to know we already know the pathogenic but the malfunctioning cells could they could harm us and then the third one is that they contribute to the proper food digestion this we all know mm-hmm. but it's good to remember all these three and so you know why you're
0: consuming food that contain life probiotics good quality probiotics Agreed. And uh, while you were talking, I was actually pulling up some of my notes from Dr. William Lee's research. Uh, For those who know, Dr. William Lee is a uh, doctor at this little institution you might have heard of before called Harvard. And he founded this foundation called the Angiogenesis Foundation, which actually researches food for its medicinal properties and looks at the effect it has on one the immune system and two specifically the angiogenesis uh, process related to cancer and tumor cells so if you didn't know we all have tumorous cells growing inside of us essentially cancer is unchecked and uncontrolled cell division and the thing that keeps it from growing to a alarming level and becoming a disease as we know cancer is its ability to get blood supply and nutrients and everything it needs in order to grow and spread. So the microbiome is the centerpiece of all of this. And this is all covered in his book, Eat to Beat Disease. This is covered in all of his uh, research articles. And if anyone's interested, I will gladly link you to those or put some in the show notes. Um, But again, he advocates for natural rich unsweetened, full fat yogurt. He says this is one of the best things you can consume. He talks about some of the different types of bacteria within your gut, such as acromantia, uh, which acromantia bacteria is actually able to go around. And um, it's one of your main immune system bacteria. And these bacteria can help kill things like cholera, which you might know as the cause of a plague, Uh, hundreds of years ago, bad bacteria. Um, There's other bacteria, one of the lactobacillus ones, actually, he zoomed in on. And he said, not only will this boost the immune system, but studies show it can speed healing time. It's very good for your blood vessels. So cardiovascular disease is a big problem in America right now. This is something you can be eating to improve that. Hair quality. Yes, what you eat can literally improve your physical appearance. It's a huge tumor suppressor for both the gut and breast. Uh, And then he goes on to talk about other types of probiotics uh, and also how you can do what you talked about before with the seeding kind of approach to growing your own yogurt. Um, So I just when you mentioned that my mind and instantly flew back to all of that. And I wanted to bring that up because this isn't like, you know, voodoo or black magic kind of stuff we're talking about here. This is the stuff that is in the scientific literature. This is in the journals. This is health as it's meant to be for lack of a better term. This is exactly what we should believe in scientific literature, but of course we
1: have to be careful for biased, you know, uh, writers and, uh, Anyways, that's a different subject. But uh, <laughs> yes, science, this is what, uh, you mentioned Harvard. And now I'm going to mention Harvard again, because uh, one of the, uh, the cultures that we use in our yogurt actually was studied in Harvard by Professor Andrew Underdog. Mm-hmm. And actually is um, now made from a company called Probiotic with V, now with V. Yep. I I know you wanted to talk about this. Yes, I did. (laughs) So uh, Probiotic is a company from, you know, um, the owners are two young men like yourself, uh, Harvard graduates. So they decided to actually research uh, one Bulgarian strain Lactobacillus Bulgaricus because there are many strains they're probably over 800 but it depends which one you're going to choose so that was studied in Harvard and improved that could diminish or and even kill over 50 not 50 but 15 one five pathogens
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I have all the data and I believe it's public, too. So you can see where uh, this is going. This is our old lab test with that. And that that bacteria actually is isolated from a plant, snowdrop. Mm-hmm. So that's where this comes. You know, it, it all happened in Bulgaria. So also, there's a clinical studies, which this is what I go for, the clinical, rather than right. epidemiological studies, in uh, Women in Brigham Hospital in Boston, with, I think, 64, 65 women, so this bacteria actually really proved that
0: it's that it's working. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to throw this in the conversation. Definitely. I think that's important to mention. Um and with that probiotic that kind of takes us into the superfood line at uh tremona because Right. You're kind of reinventing what we know yogurt as is <laughs> you know, a lot of people think yogurt and we look at the label and we see artificial flavors, artificial colors, artificial sweeteners. It seems like almost every yogurt has sucralose. And you took a different approach to flavoring your yogurt. You said, you know what, instead of putting in bad things into something that's supposed to be good, we're actually going to put in superfoods. Um, so I think there was a couple uh, that were common amongst all the flavors. Uh, you had monk fruit, lakuma, and uh, maca root in all three, I think. Is that correct? Yes, that
1: is correct. And I'm going to briefly mention about all three of them. Yep. So, but first, why are we making this yogurt? Because no matter what, even if we've convinced the whole world that plain yogurt, the way we make it is super healthy for you. People just don't like the taste of plain yogurt, period. When I was, Little boy in Bulgaria, I didn't like plain yogurt. I always had to put some honey or sugar in it. (laughs) What did I know back then? Nothing. And my mom used to tell me, what kind of Bulgarian are you? You don't eat yogurt? (laughs) So this is how strong that was. And uh, oh, just to mention while I'm talking about this and then I'll go into the ingredients. Bulgaria actually last about a century ago was taking the first place, the number of centenarians four per every 1,000 out of 38 European countries. I don't know why uh, Dr. Walter uh, Longo doesn't talk about this. (laughs) He's the one that talks about longevity diet, but he mentioned Italians, of course, he's Italian. You know, the Okinawans and uh, the the Loma Linda, California, and then the uh, Ecuadorians, I think. Nothing about Bulgarians, Mm -hmm. but the Russian scientist Ilya Meshnikov did, and that's why he got the Nobel Prize. Sorry I had to make this note. No, you're Uh, good. I love it. (laughs) So going back to why we made this yogurt 2.0. First, to have to put some different taste to it, different than than plain. A lot of people like it plain as it is. You don't have to add anything. I love it, but some people do. So I was thinking of being a health freak. I'm like, we gotta put something here that is good. I don't, want to, I, I, I don't want this yogurt to be the, the next BSPV, I call it. Nobody knows what this means. B, blueberry. S, strawberry. P, peach. And V, vanilla. Mm-hmm. Right? So this is, this is what we all know. Blueberry, strawberry, peach, vanilla. Yep. I'm like, no, we're not going to be the next one. There's plenty out there. Whoever likes them, get them. How much sugar they have in them? I don't know. So we're going to use, first we're going to use a sweetener. And among all the sweeteners available out there, such as stevia, erythritol, xylitol, um, monk fruit, there's another one now, allulose, which we may use in the near future. We picked the monk fruit. Why? Because monk fruit, actually, what monk fruit is from the fruit that looks like a green melon, um, the fructose is removed. You know, that's the worst sugar. Fructose is removed, but another chemical compound is left, which is called mogrocyte. And this is what gives the sweeteners. And you probably have read on the internet, I was like, oh, this stevia is like 300 times, uh, you know, uh, stronger than the sugar, but it does the job without triggering the, you know, insulin, insulin spikes. So this is what mugricide does, but it's probably, that's the best that you could use. And now it's getting more and more available. Whoever wants to sweeten something up, just get, you know, liquid mug, fruit or whatever. So we get a very high quality and very expensive. I have to tell you, we don't have to put much. So you gotta think about the price on the shelf in the store, but it does the job. It's just like you put a very little, no aftertaste, nothing. So, and I was like, we didn't put sugar. (laughs) nice I love it the other ingredients like probably 40 percent of it that we mm-hmm. put to the yogurt is maca yep maca root powder this Peruvian wonder plant and it just it's it's adaptogen mm-hmm. you know, it's, a, it's a stress reliever and this is all I want to say to that maybe I'll mention that it increases the libido too whoever wants to. <laughs> so
0: it uh it definitely has a lot of benefits and it's seen in a lot of different products for a lot of different reasons hence the reason it's called a superfood but a lot of people do take maca root for libido um so if you needed an extra reason to try tremona yogurt uh here you go (laughs) right (laughs) we're here for you
1: so uh (laughs) so that's one good thing about maca and i love the taste of maca it's just Mm -hmm. Boy, and oh, there's another thing about maca. Um, there's raw maca and there's uh, gelatinized maca. I prefer the gelatinized, but this is just my preference because the starch is removed already. And the ones that look for the intake of carbohydrates that may be better for them. Uh, but I don't think there's something wrong, you know, having it there. It depends how much is it, but just wanted to mention that because if you go to the store and you wonder what to buy, one says raw, the other one's gelatinized. You know, you do your research and buy whatever you want to do. But, uh, What else do we have in there? Makarut. so monk fruit is the other hot thing and uh, what I mentioned about, and- um, The Lakuma, I think. Uh, the Lakuma. yeah, that's, that's an interesting thing. You know, it's just, that's a, it's a, it's sort of a sweetener, but it's very, it's, I've tried it, just lacuma and, and, and our yogurt, mix them up. I didn't, I didn't taste anything sweet. I mean, maybe change it a little bit we're not putting it in there because of that but because it has some iron and mm-hmm. zinc zinc is a hot word these days right yep so everyone's looking for something you know that has zinc in it vitamin b3 and um also it has some calcium even we don't need it because there's plenty in the yogurt it mm-hmm. just needs to be absorbed properly um and it has low glycemic index, if that matters to some people. You know, I would, you know, um, I watch that, but also the glycemic load as, uh, to me is more important indicator. So that's what Lucuma is.
0: Right, and these three ingredients are in all three flavors of the superfood yogurt. You've got yep. the protect, you have the refresh, and you have the Revive. revive. So kind of going through those refresh uh also in addition to those three it has the matcha it has the um sprenulia and i'm probably gonna butcher the pronunciation of this but uh chlorella no you didn't chlorella, chlorella. yeah they're algae, and they have
1: they've they've, they've known for being uh, uh for having a detoxifying uh you know properties and we wanted to call this uh flavor this product first detox mm-hmm. but we were advised that we cannot do that because it really has to be proven that it dox, it does a detoxification that it's that it's meant to be for and we don't have any research studies for that we can't claim it we can't prove it and it's you don't want to mess with that we know it helps so that's enough for us maybe that's not the only thing that you have to take is the detoxification but it's a good start or it's just a good addition Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the main role of the, the And the matcha and everyone that likes uh matcha latte from uh, Starbucks loves <laughs> our refresh uh, flavors. flavor just, Oh, yeah, I love it. And you can really taste the matcha. And uh, you know, it, the other uh, things that they do is that they, they bind to heavy metals, at least mm-hmm. help with that. And uh, if he has this properties, why not? Why not have it instead of some sugar Latin, you know, yogurt or whatever it is exactly. so we created it out right that's the refresh
0: and do you want to know about the uh, the revive uh, uh revive and protect if you got the time for it um protect is actually my personal favorite yes. uh i love the taste of the beets that kind of beetroot kind of feel to it and the acai uh so again that's my personal favorite uh but I know it's also got camu camu and um, aronia in it as well. So uh, maybe you could kind of shed a little light on that too. Yeah. Most of them are like antioxidants
1: and um, they help with immune uh, boosting. I mean, I know that sounds very common, you know, common that I just made, but, uh, but it does. I don't want to get into details because all they, well, they have like some, you know, different uh, flavonoids um, and other, or, you know, components that helped overall. So, camel camel berry is a weird thing, you know. I just before we started using it, I never heard about it, and I should be ashamed because I'm a agricultural tropical engineer, right? <laughs> but I didn't know about it. So, but when I found out, that's one of the, the plants that's the highest on, you know vitamin C, you probably heard that many times, you know, isn't it the oranges and the lemon, isn't it the, uh, the acerola uh, berry, but this is, and it's proven. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. The aronia is very interesting as well. Uh, it's, it's a heart healthy, you know, uh, antioxidant as well. Um, beetroot, it's a good source of iron and folate
0: as well. It's an, it's an anti- oxygen and it has a lot of uh, phytonutrients and uh i love its nitric oxide producing properties because it is a very potent vasodilator and if you're someone who likes to go to the gym or do any kind of fitness this will not only improve your performance but it will kind of give you that really cool pumped up kind of look that everyone seems to be chasing these days so it's awesome that you can get that sort of effect from the food you eat and not just the you know. Sketchy, you know, vitamin, whatever supplements, and uh, all these crazy powders with like excessive amounts of caffeine people are putting in their body. Um, That topic for another time. But I've always been kind of confused by these pre workout formulas because we're putting in a bunch of products that vasodilate and expand the vessels, but we're also putting in caffeine, which is a potent vasoconstrictor. So you kind of get this start stop signal. Sent to your blood vessels, and it just doesn't make sense, especially when you can go to the source and eat something that has beetroot in it, and get the same effect. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now that you mentioned
0: exercise, I I remember to um,
1: to tell you about that we were working with the uh, the national rowing team and uh, supplying it with some of our yogurts there. Um, and what I learned actually from the scientific literature is when you eat yogurt, this is one of, they say, one of the best, you know, food or snacks or after workouts. And why is that? But you don't have to strain it. You have to have the two proteins, the whey protein. Cause I know a lot of athletes buy whey protein powder mm-hmm. things and then, and then meat it. I don't know, but I would rather have it naturally in the product like yogurt for hours. Right. Deep casing So the two major protein, whey protein and casein. So whey protein acts very, very fast. So you're done with the exercise. You eat, say, a small cup of yogurt. And then the whey protein, because of the amino acids are bioavailable, they're like immediately available in 15 minutes or so. They're already in your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. So you start to refresh for that. On the other hand, the casein, it's a very slow, slowly releasing amino acids in the bloodstream and for hours, and it promotes satiety. So that's why you have to have two in combination, you don't get rid of one and the other. So this way you can, you know, you refresh your probably exhausted body from the workout.
0: Right. And not to mention all the other micronutrients that are in the yogurt that you have okay. here, not just the fats, but the vitamins, the minerals, the different antioxidants and uh, components of each, you know, this is going to do wonders for your recovery because it literally cuts inflammation, which is occurring at the muscles after exercise, right at the source and it really shuts that down. And looking at your um, ingredient list for Revive, that kind of sounds like that was the goal there with turmeric and uh, cinnamon, as well as the black pepper and mesquite as well, is it seems like something, that, to me anyways, outsider looking in, that goes for an anti-inflammatory kind of effect and just restores and revives your health.
1: Exactly, That that's what uh, actually turmeric does and why we use the black pepper and your listeners probably know but black pepper helps with absorption of turmeric mm-hmm. and that's why i you know it sounds weird why would you put black pepper but yes that's what it's doing and i'm not just saying that somebody has studied this <laughs> so that's 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 why then then the ginger oh my mm-hmm. god and it gives <laughs> a great 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 taste and that was that used to be my favorite you know first now you know what my favorite is all of them <laughs> and i'm addicted <laughs> i was thinking that but working for two hours to create all this uh, two hours i mean two years to create all these flavors back and forth because it's not easy to make yogurt that's gonna set and it's gonna have nice and firm body mm-hmm. um when adding something to it it's just uh, uh you know, biological, you know, process, microbiological, I would say, would rather say, um, in there that it just interferes with setting, you know, the the coagulum of the of the, the the protein. So but finally we did it. And as you can tell, it's nice and firm. You know, you can scoop it out. And um so yeah, it was it was very hard to to make it, but you know, adding all this stuff. But in the end,
0: good. So good. It is. And, uh, you know, that just shows the power of persistence right there. You not only saw that there was a huge void in the market, but you did everything you could to make sure that your own attempt to fill that void was successful. And yeah. and
1: uh, one ingredient, another ingredient I have to mention, the cinnamon. Yep, Cinnamon is very interesting spice and mm-hmm. it makes insulin. Actually activates its receptors. So you eat cinnamon and your body thinks, you know, without without you know the um performance or a participation rather of the insulin you can do uh you know wonders so that's why we put the cinnamon in it and
0: uh, it, it tastes good too whoever likes cinnamon it does it does it adds a nice little um hint to the yogurt there and kind of gives it kind of an unmatched kind of flavor because i can't tell you any other yogurt i've ever had that has cinnamon in it um <laughs> it's very unique
1: <laughs> yeah yeah apple cinnamon maybe i don't know some but uh, and we source all the ingredients from mostly from south america japan europe uh that's what I, as far as i remember that's where we get them from and they are all non-gmo verified that's important word verified if you read labels whatever food is if it doesn't have the word verified it may not be non-gmo Mm-hmm. It has to be because you go through a very complicated procedure to get this verified. I don't want to talk about it. I was interrogated for eight months. <laughs> I needed, mean, there was checks. There was this documentation, check on the spot, everything. Mm-hmm. So, and um, so yeah. And then it's certified organic and all that. We want to get the best for us. I mean, you know, we feed ourselves, our children and everyone. So it has to be good. It's not just a money maker thing.
0: Right. It has to better the individual health. And while most food companies, from a consumer standpoint, it seems are out for profit and offering flavor, you're not only doing both of those things, but you're putting the consumer first.
1: Yeah, I I
0: did. I have to be honest. I never thought I was going to be in this business.
1: I mean, agronomist, musician, and what else have I done? You know, I never thought about this. I'm going to get into business, but I got it. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. So that's why I plugged in nutrition and, and, and good health and that stuff. Because most of these companies, and they'll admit it, they're there for the profits. They started it because, you know, my story is one of those like Italian uh, grandmas that that stirred the tomato sauce in their kitchen. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's a famous brand on the market. Mm-hmm. This is what I did, but with yogurt. I was making it three, four times uh, a month, you know, yeah. in, in the jars and then blankets and all that <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. now this is where we are so people just have to really i hope they believe in yep. that yeah. and we have a lot of testimonials but we never post them on a website because we think they're going to sound fake mm-hmm. i know they're real yep uh, the people feeding their dogs i have like a 15 videos of people feeding their dog would die for dial yogurt yep. and also treating their microbiome as well and all yep. kind of you know digestive issues and i know it but I just, all I can do is just share it. And that's how I can
0: prove it. <laughs> no, <Ultimately, laughs> Nobody has studied anything. Ultimately, I think word of mouth comes to the best. And, you know, like I said, we've got hundreds of people listening to these episodes now. And if you're listening and you trust me, then I'm telling you, go out or go to the Tremona Foods website, go to the little store locator and find out where you can buy it and go there and buy some because you're not going to regret it. And I think you yourself are a living embodiment, so to speak, of everything this yogurt and the company stands for is with better health, you have the freedom to do pretty much anything you want. That's what our personal kind of training, health and fitness philosophy is. And that seems to be what you have going for yourself as well. Not only are you an entrepreneur, not only are you successful in the business world, but you also study a lot about nutrition. You are very well versed in the realm of music, and the list goes on and on and on. You know, you kind of have that jack of all trades and master of many kind of vibe to yourself. Well, Dan, uh, I thank you, thank you very <laughs> much,
1: and your listeners too. And we need an army of ambassadors out there to spread the word. And I'm here, and I'm willing to answer any questions you have on that, not just yogurt related, anything nutrition,
0: uh, I'm ready. Thank you. <laughs> yep. So, uh, with that, are there any kind of final closing notes or anything else that you want to mention today? Uh, again,
1: I'm going to actually repeat myself. Just whatever you make a decision in your, you know, lifestyle, as far as nutrition is uh, concerned, do your research. hmm do your research, and see what fits you, um, your diet, your lifestyle, uh, because it's it's very controversial out there, you it know, is. different diets, different ages, different, there's, there's so much stress and sleep, even more important than any diet, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's a lot that we have to know before we make a decision, and just make sure you reach out to the to the, um, to the right source, to get your information, experiment with yourself. Don't be afraid.
0: Agreed. I um, I could not echo that more. You know, Go out there and see what works for you. Maybe you eat something and your body feels great afterwards. Maybe you eat something and you feel awful afterwards. Use that information as your own kind of self-study and feedback to say, okay, I need to eat more of this. I need to eat less of this and kind of fine tune your own nutritional approach from there so with that that's going to do it for today's episode of the brawn body podcast atanas thank you so much again for your time and for joining us on the show thank you dan see you again